Hey, you guys keep coming back. Thank you. So, welcome back to Quiet Moments with Quilla, Redefining Life's Chaos, a bi-weekly podcast where I, Quilla, share many of the chaotic moments I've had in my life, and I take the time to redefine those moments, looking through God's view, seeing how he was and is always there. I never took the time to reevaluate what I was going through until now. And it all makes so much sense. I want to say hey real quick to some new followers. Um, I'm learning I'm learning social media a little bit more. So I'm able to add my information to a lot of new sites. And that is creating um, more attention. I guess more attention to the podcast. So I want to say hey to the new listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for liking. Thank you for following. And um, yeah, back to the matter at hand. <clears throat> when you redefine something, you give it a new meaning, a new interpretation. The world wants you to see the chaos, but God, his will is that you trust in him and be at peace no matter what. So let's take the time together and redefine chaos because it's sure to come, but God is surely greater. Now, we're continuing on from the last episode when I became a mommy. Um, I was, you know, a new mother. Let me see, I was 25 and I had a one-month-old adopted little girl and Things were getting semi-subtle. You know, kids bring a delighted distraction. Um, they bring joy, laughter, love. They bring they bring a lot of stuff. Um, and then on the flip side, they bring sleepless nights, uh, cranky moods, irrational thoughts because you don't know what the heck or why the heck. Um, and as a new parent, you really don't know what the heck or why the heck. But we did the best we could we, we we made it work um he was a new parent I was a new parent mm, who knew um so motherhood everything you know health was was on the chill um <clears throat> things kind of settled out and I don't even remember how this came about but I was interviewed on one of the local Christian radio stations back in Michigan. And, you know, just talking about beating the odds of having spina bifida, leading a normal life, you know, married with kids, just the, for me, the regular, ordinary stuff. But here's the thing I did it in my truest form, which, um, I, I am me at all times. I, I didn't know. So she was interviewing me and she was talking and we were going over some things. And I said something like, I thought I had pissed God off. That's just, that's how I talk. So that's what I said. Man, this lady turned blush out red. I didn't, I didn't know. I'm like, what? I mean, I did. I thought he was pissed off. I thought, you know, I thought I wasn't doing stuff right. I thought he wasn't giving me the desires of my heart um, because we were talking about the history of my life. 
So in the history of my life, yeah, you know, when people get pissed off at you, they kind of do you wrong. I thought I had pissed God off. Well, little did I know the word pissed wasn't necessarily in the Christian lingo. And I don't, I don't mean, I don't know why it's not profanity, but hmm, whatever. So after we recorded everything, she kind of says, you know, um, we kind of don't say those kind of things and, you know, people get offended and this, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. Well, we were on live, so it ain't like I could go back and re, uh, re-record it. I said it. It was out there. What? So if I hadn't pissed God off, I guess saying the word might have, would have, could have, mm-hmm. it was, it was crazy. I don't, I mean, yeah, I'm not walking around here like sailor potty mouth. Um, and I'm trying, I try very hard to be respectful and I try to, um, of course, never defame God and do things within the Christian realm. Um, and I missed the mark. I said a word. Okay. Well, needless to say, I was never back on her show, but oh well, I got the message out. Whoever it was for heard it. Um, and I also started writing in that time, um, of becoming a new parent. I wrote, I read a poem in my very first episode, uh, in my very first podcast episode called, Why Have You Chosen Me? That was my very, very, very first poem. And I read it at the church that we used to attend, you know, the one church that I joined and, um, Things were moseying. Things were moseying. I was doing what God told me to do. And life was grand. And just life. Life. Um, chaos hit. And out of nowhere. My body said. Whoa. No. Wait. Sat down. Um, my body began to swell. Unusually. And it was really just in one leg the one leg that i had mentioned um in earlier podcast that had an ulcer on that foot that same leg began to just swell it would ache it would swell um i would be down for days um as i have shared in in previous episodes depression anxiety you know up down up down every time life changed i was I was either anxious about it or I was depressed about it. And because I was a new mom and my daughter was probably one or two, I wanted to be active with her, but my body would not cooperate. That sent me into a dang on depressive state again. Like, huh, the battle of of your mind. I know Joyce Myers has that book, Battlefield in the Mind. Battlefield of the Mind, I think it's called. That's, that's, That's real, folks. That is real, folks. Once the enemy realizes what can catapult you, what can really hold you, that thing, that scenario, that ailment, that torment will try to repeat and continue and repeat and continue if you don't get a hold of it, if you don't let God heal that, if you don't let God deal with that. Um... Seek outside help if you need to. I am an advocate for therapy and theology. 
I'm, I'm, hey, go sit on somebody's couch. Um, even to this day, I, I still, I call her my 13 day lady. I go and I sit on this lady's couch and I say, this is what's happening. It's not overtaking me. However, there are some days where I just can't put all my pieces together. Help me talk through this. Help me sort through this. Um, if you need medicine, take medicine. Do whatever. Um, no, let me back up. Don't do whatever. Use wisdom. Seek counsel, godly counsel. Um, yeah. But whew, I was I was I was messed up again a little bit. Um, because my body began to swell and <clears throat> it was just random. It began to swell for I mean it was um it lasted for months. Months on months on months. I had every type of procedure, every type of x-ray, every type of scan. Nothing ever showed. I was given medicine on top of medicine because again I have spina bifida. So they were giving me medicines to treat spasms, strains, sprains, swelling, pain. I was on heavy medicine. I was on regular medicine. I was I was high. I was living in a state of highness. <laughs> um, and that's not cool when you have a child. So again, my husband was off work because somebody had to tend to the to, to my daughter because I was I was not in the right state of mind due to um, due to taking this medicine. So after having all these different tests and x-rays and everything coming back normal and I'm frustrated and um, my mom was still working at a hospital and she spoke to whoever you know would ask around. Finally got a doctor to do what is called I don't even know if this is a medical name for it but he agreed to do exploratory surgery because we were convinced that something internally was wrong and it just was not showing on the scans. At this point, I was at my wit's end. I, I, I was willing to sign whatever, just cut the leg open, whatever's in there, take it out. Um, yes, I was afraid of losing my whole leg, um, but I couldn't live in pain. Pain, pain will make you do unusual things any form of pain will make you do unusual things I wanted to just live the best that I could pain free um so I agreed to have what is called exploratory surgery that's what I refer to it as I don't know if that's the medical term but that's what we were going to do so excuse me we go in to have this exploratory surgery and, you know, before you have any type of surgery, they do standard test. Just, you know, whatever urine sample, whatever blood sample, whatever test they run it for make sure all is go. They did that. Okay. No problem. Whatever time my surgery was supposed to have been, the time had passed. You know, maybe it was 30 minutes or an hour afterwards, and I still had not gone for surgery. My mom comes in and she's saying, what's taking so long? Why they haven't, you know, called you down? I don't know. I, you you work at the hospital. I don't go go find the doctor and ask him. I don't know. I'm just in the hospital bed waiting on things to happen. My husband at that time, 
he's just letting the time pass. He cool, you know, go out and walk or go get a snack. No big deal. So my mom is wherever she is talking to whoever. My husband at that time is wherever he is doing whatever. And I'm in the hospital bed minding my business. In walks a nurse. I'm thinking she's coming to take me down to surgery. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. She comes in with a test, with a stick, like a home pregnancy stick. She sits next to me and she holds it up. This, this is no lie, people. <clears throat> she holds the stick up and she says, do you know what this is and what it says? I said, yep, I know what it is. Nope, don't know what it says. She says, ma'am, you're pregnant. Yeah, dramatic pause. Y'all see how I took a dramatic pause? Yeah, dramatic pause, blank face. Who? Who? Huh? Ma'am, nurse, ma'am, say that again. I said, nope, I'm not. I have 100% tubal ligation. Um, I have this, that, XYZ, elemental P. I'm not pregnant. Yes, I have a daughter. She's adopted. Blah, blah, blah. Go run the test again or, you know, go downstairs in your medical record file. Look it up. Look up my file. This is it's down there. I know it's a box full. Look up my file. It'll tell you why I'm not pregnant. But all right. Thanks for the information. Bye. Carry on. And she's just looking. She's looking at me and I'm looking at her. I said, all right. Go and run the test again. Use the blood that y'all already took or the urine that you've already taken. Run the test again. But don't come back in and verbally say anything. I don't want to hype my husband up for nothing and I don't want to hype my mother up for nothing. So run the test again. Come on back and we'll carry on. Okay. So, sitting in the hospital bed by myself, minding my business, trying to figure out why this lady came back with this stick and talking about somebody being pregnant and I don't have a distraction, I don't have a interference, I don't have nothing because everybody gone. I'm just there. Now, at this point, I'm not super, super, super deep in Jesus. So, it's not like I'm praying or I'm saying, God, what's happening or whatever. I'm just there probably blank blank minded I don't know <clears throat> my mother comes back in my husband comes back in I don't tell them nothing I don't tell them nothing about the nurse coming in nothing a couple minutes later the nurse comes in now she was of the lighter persuasion she's crying and her face is bloodshot red she stands at the door, she looks at me, and she just nods her head yes and walks away. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, so my mom is looking at me confused. My husband is looking at me confused. And I said, man, I'm pregnant. I said it just like that. Man, I'm pregnant. My mom took off out the room hollering. My husband at the window crying. 
I'm in the bed still trying to figure out. All right, so I guess this means I can't have surgery on my leg. Um, so what y'all want me to do about this pain that I, I had all these months? Because, I mean, it's, it still hurt. Hadn't processed Nan thought about Nan baby. Hadn't processed Nan thought about being pregnant. Who, 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 what, when, where, why, and how? Y'all told me this wasn't going to happen. Y'all told me, medically, this wasn't going to happen. Because I have 100% tubal. I mean, I have spina bifida. I have hydrocephalus. I have, I have, I have, I have. But I also have God. And he had the final say. A week after the supposed, the, uh, the scheduled surgery that I never had, I had an ultrasound. Whole full baby in there flipping. Whole full little boy. Could not tell you. They, they don't know how many months I was. They based his, his gestational age based on measurements. He in there flipping, kicking, chilling. Minding his business. And I missed the whole thing. I didn't know nothing. I'm looking at the ultrasound. Going. Thinking. This is this this is for real. This is this is really for real for real right now. Real in my body. This is happening. I I <clears throat> whoa. Jesus. I mean, but but you gave me what you said. You gave me what I saw. You gave me the daughter. You gave me the vision. Um you you gave it to me. I was I was working on what you had given me. I was already out you know, sharing my testimony. I was already out reading the writings that you had given me. I was already out talking about how good you are and how good you had been. And then you do this for me? Oh, wow. Wow. Thank you is not enough. Um, wow. So... What I didn't know what to do, how to do, where to do. I just knew God had did a thing that man said couldn't be done. Do you know how much more of a testimony I had 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 um, that had given me? Do you know how much more manifestation that that had given me? Do you understand the depth? of redefining the previous chaos I had been through, the previous heartbreak I had been through, the previous devastation I had been through, the previous disappointments I had been through, and you and, and you did this? I got a whole life, a whole being in my body that only you could have done because, again, these doctors, they said no. They said it wasn't going to happen. Um... Wow. Now, when I had the ultrasound, you know, um, they were very concerned about the baby having spina bifida. And so, you know, I had to have different types of ultrasounds. I had to have different types of procedures to make sure everything was fine. And he was fine. He was, he is fine. You know, that, that miracle baby will be 17. 
um, coming up really, really soon. Um, so 17 years ago, God did a thing and chose me as the vessel. I mean, he's been doing things and choosing me as the vessel, but that was the the undeniable and undeniable thing, a tangible Okay, when people tell me things medically or when people tell me what people say over them, I have tangible proof. I still have the paperwork that says 100% tubal blockage. I still have my physical being son saying opposite. People, hear me when I say God can do a thing. Just hold on and wait. For it to manifest. Because you you just. You just don't know. The things that God has in store. For his people. And it's not because we're deserving. And it's not because. We. Um, have manifested. It is for. The next person. So that my story. My testimony. Um could give someone else hope and it should be a trickle effect so that all the tangible proofs that God is real just create more tangible proof that God is real and it's it's, I don't even I still 17 years later don't know how to explain the magnitude of what God did in birthing a child through me. Um, I had to have a C-section and um, I want to say that they guesstimated I was six months pregnant at the time. So I had three months to prepare. Um, Everybody was so, 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 so excited that I really didn't have to do anything. Everybody did everything for me. You know, family came together. I didn't have to buy anything. I had like a 90 day figure it out period of preparing for what God was doing and the crazy thing is that the reason I went in for the surgery about the swollen leg it was from being pregnant and I didn't know because apparently as your uterus swells it sits on veins which minimizes blood flow and I guess the blood flow was restricted to that area which caused the swelling who knew ain't no way ain't no way I would have thought leg swelling oh you're pregnant nah that don't that don't nah that don't make sense but God did a thing and if that is not the ultimate redefinition of chaos I don't know what else to tell you God is greater than the chaos. God is greater than the confusion. God is greater than the situation. God is greater than the circumstance. God is greater than the report. God is greater than the medical man. God is greater than the exam. God is greater. He is the greatest. He is the ultimate. He is the only. He is sovereign. He is... Okay. Yeah. Um... I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm all kind of excited right about now. Let me, let me pause. 
and get back with y'all in two weeks so that we can keep on talking about this redefining of this chaos. Um, I hope you, you guys are able to look at your current situation and and really dig deep into the depth of what God is trying to do. What is God trying to say to you? What is what is the other side of this going to look like? A lot of times, again, we don't know. We can't say. We can't, we can't tell. But when he shows you the other side of a thing, don't forget it. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't be selfish with his sovereignty. Don't be selfish with his supremacy. Don't be selfish with his glory. Don't be selfish with his blessings. Don't be selfish. It's not about you. This is not about me. My son knows his testimony. My son has gotten up in front of church and said his testimony. My son will tell anybody his testimony. My son knows his story. So guess what? That's another generation that he's going to affect, that he's going to impact because I was not selfish with what God did for me. Okay, okay. I'm going to stop for real. I'm going to be back in 14 days. May 4th, still talking about chaos, still redefining chaos. And I am definitely, definitely realizing that the chaos brought me closer and redefining of such gives me reassurance in my God. And through it all, I am still smiling, super hype right now. And shameless plug, don't forget to please buy my new book, In My Feelings. A collection of poems available on Lulu Publishing, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, and you can probably just Google the title and it'll show you whatever platform um, that it's available on. Okay, bye.